I'm Jared Rizzi. This is At the Table. I'm joined by Dalia Shurab, who's the Associate and Social Media Director with Gaza Sky Geeks, a, a, a group that is founded in partnership with Google.org and Mercy Corps. Dalia, first of all, thank you so much for spending some time and talking with me today. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. What uh, I, I want people to know about what Gaza Sky Geeks are, because when I learned about it, I got... I got a very big smile on my face. This is one of the groups that makes me happy to talk about. Can you explain for people who may have never heard about it? I actually thought at first that maybe it was like like some kind of astronaut group or something, but that wasn't what it was. Can you tell people what Gaza Sky Geeks is and what your role is with the organization? So Gaza Sky Geeks is a tech hub and uh, an accelerator, a business accelerator in Gaza. It helps people and unemployed youth to find their way online. It's the only open window for them uh, in Gaza because of the siege. And this is, uh, it's a spot of hope, we c- as we can say. For people who, uh, you say the only open window, because for people who are in Gaza, for people who are looking at life there aren't a lot of open windows. Why is that? Can you explain for people who may not understand life on the ground, they may not understand why this tech hub, this incubator for entrepreneurs exists or needs to exist, why? What 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 is the circumstances? Because for people either who aren't as clued in, this is this is news for them, but you are living that news every day. So can you explain a little bit of why it's necessary? The borders of uh, or surround, surrounds Gaza are closed. The uh, electricity uh, cut off uh, almost the all the day. We have only six hours of electricity connecting. The internet is really bad. The water is uh, um, is not drinkable and uh, the life is really hard because of uh, the siege around Gaza. Tell me more about then what Gaza Sky Geeks does because I know that you mentioned internet. One of the goals is high-speed fiber. You talked about a, a tech hub. What is the, the mission of this organization and how does it uh, how does it carry it out in Gaza? So the mission of uh, Gaza Sky Geeks is to create opportunities for young people to find varied ways to get income. And uh, as I told you before, uh, through the the only open window, the Internet. So we teach those young people how to code. We teach them how to be freelancers, how to get jobs online, how to be how to communicate effectively with other customers through the internet. This is a fantastic idea to me because you're taking people who have a need for for some opportunity, you know, a lift up here, and you're providing this. What what is the population of people that you're talking about? Like, how many people are served by Gaza Sky Geeks? What are the, the who's coming in and getting help? from this organization. So I want to give you a contest a content uh, about the population in Gaza. We have 2 million uh, uh, population in uh, Gaza strip and we the the rate of uh, unemployment is uh, about 70%. Every year we have more than 10,000 graduates from the universities. So they have no opportunities. There is no jobs for them. There is n- no hope 
for all these people. But Gaza Scare Geeks, when we started it on uh, 2011, we give them the opportunity to meet experts from uh, the Silicon Valley. We invite mentors to come to Gaza and give lectures and workshops about the the way they are, they, they y- y- like code, they do businesses. And uh, on the other side, we uh, connect them remotely uh, and uh, virtually with mentors outside of uh, Gaza. So they can get the expertise, they can get the knowledge, and they can implement all of these uh, into their life, life, and they can uh, develop their skills, and they can get job online. One of the things that I hate about coverage when I see people talking about, for example, uh, communities in Gaza or elsewhere in the world, they talk about a wasted generation. I, I hate that term because it feels to me like you're al- it's almost defeatist. You're giving up, but you're not giving up. You're, you're actually saying this is something that we can fight on a regular basis. We can say that these, these young people will have an opportunity, as many as we can. What, for the people who are stuck in the middle of the conflict between Israel, Hamas, and, and who are, are, are essentially caught in the barriers. They need this open window. You talk about hope. You talk about be, having that open window. What does something like Gaza Sky Geeks represent to them? Because for me, you, you, we, we've, we've had, for example, a great recession here. Just a, we, we saw a spike in unemployment. I know because I'm of that age, I've seen a lot of people struggle with that. I can't even imagine if it were 70% and that kind of number. So when you're talking about, and these are people who are your age or, or younger than you, what is the, the mentality and how do you keep, you're a very positive person. I wish people could see your smile right now because you are such a positive person. How do you incubate not just the skills, but also that hope, that feeling of possibility because that seems very much uh, vibrant in you being uh, a part of Gaza Skagix and giving so I um, I want to tell you a story about me I love uh, I found my happiness through uh, making other people happy so this is the way that or the the not only the uh, any implement on me this is this is a, a way of thinking and a way of life for all the employees in Gaza Sky Geeks and the community itself. We are just want to say that we are on uh, normal human pe- humans and we want to continue doing the normal thing. Like we, we, lo- we love, we'd love to uh, get up in the morning and we find electricity, get a, a, a warm bath and go very positive to, to work. And we have opportunities. When we open the door uh, of our house uh, or of uh, my house, I, I would uh, uh, have this idea to have so many opportunities and open opportunities. But unfortunately, the reality is the kind of the opposite. So... Gaza Sky Geeks 2014, when I started with them, they gave me that hope. So I want to pay forward to the community and to give that hope to those young adults or those young people inside Gaza. Because we, we can't travel. We uh, struggle in uh, movement. We struggle in find uh, decent jobs with decent salaries. 
and we can't express uh, ourselves or our opinions. So Gaza Skagix is a space for us to feel free to talk, to uh, express more about ourselves and our dreams and get this, these dreams true. The enthusiasm that you have is infectious and it is exciting and I'm so glad that you talk about inability to travel I'm so glad that you were able to be here in DC for me to be able to have this conversation with you I want to unfortunately ask about a difficulty that Gaza Sky Geeks is facing people who have been hearing the conversations we've been having at the table will not be surprised at uh, the the, um, the 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 locus of the problem which is the Trump administration and some of the funding changes that have occurred in the last few years. Can you talk a little bit about uh, the amount of funding that comes from the U.S. federal government, but more specifically, what that money, uh, the the money that's provided uh, and and given to this organization that, of course, was co-founded by Google.org and Mercy Corps, uh, but but has been uh, getting funding from this and other, other places, what does that money allow you to do? And and now that the, the funding stream has changed, what does the deficit uh, impact? How does that hurt the programs that Gaza Sky Geeks was working on? Actually, it's not only hurting the Gaza Sky Geeks program. It hurts the, the all the programs of Mercy Corps. Uh, as um, the the fund was uh, for the last year was two hundred million, and uh, uh, the the fact that the, this cut uh, of the fund uh, sixteen thousand uh, women will lose out of click clinical breast uh, cancer treatment. 6,000 patients won't receive essential health uh, services through mobile medical terms. Um, we we uh, used to have the education, uh, the education program, the health program, the shelter program, the water program, and all these uh, programs, unfortunately, uh, shut down. And we used to have more than 40 employee, uh, employees inside the Mercy Corps office. Now we have only seven. Can you imagine? When an uh, employee will cover over than 15 person with his salary. So can you imagine how this affected the life, uh, the quality of life of their families, the quality of life of uh, other uh, people uh, affected by I wanted to make, because because I'm a journalist in D.C., I wanted to make a joke that I can totally understand what it's like to go from 40 employees to 7 employees because that's the state of our business. But it's no joke because it's it's the life that is being lived right there and it's much more serious than that. I, I'm thinking about, you, you made one number, about 16,000 women who are not able to get uh, breast cancer treatment, for example. And I can only imagine that you know some of these women, that maybe you, you've encountered them in your life. And I'm flabbergasted that this funding change is a decision that my country has made that's impacting people where you live in, in such a negative way. What What's your experience? I'm sure that these are, by working with Gaza Sky Geeks, you don't just work to provide some of these services. I'm sure you've made yourself, you've availed yourself of some of these services. So what is that like to see that funding turned off like a spigot? I will tell you a story about um, a friend of mine. She passed away recently. Um, her name is Aya Abdurrahman. She uh, has... Uh, 
she had the cancer and um, because of the lack of a treatment in Gaza, she had to travel uh, to Cyprus and unfortunately um, she couldn't make it. But she was uh, like, like for remembering her and um, for honoring her, she was a, 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 a light of hope. She was full of energy. She was fighting the cancer really, you know, she, she was a fighter. And um, she's, a, she's a simple example of all the other women who are fighting right now the cancer, but they can't get the treatment because of the siege and because of the cut of this funding. Can you imagine if they have the treatment and if they have the doses that they have to take? Aya would be survived now, and she would be with us. It's it's an awful story to hear because, unfortunately, we get callous. You know, we're in the middle of this this presidential campaign and debate, and one of the big stories that we talk about a lot in the United States is the availability of health care. What we don't hear as often is what happens when we decide not to be generous or we decide not to to have these policies and we need to make sure that those stories are heard because again your your enthusiasm is infectious but the the impact is is real and it's not just you're saying not just this one friend but 16,000 women who don't get the treatment that they need no i i can't imagine it and 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 uh but i'm i'm grateful that that you're able to share that let me let me ask you about the the impact multiplier, because as we talk about the people that are affected by this program, Gaza Sky Geeks and what they're able to do, I want to talk about how it has impacted, you say, the number of people that are helped, but it's not just them. It's their families. It's their friends. It's the people in their lives who are made better because they're more productive. And then, unfortunately, the other half of that is that those people with the reduction of services from your organization and other uh, groups that are impacted by these funding cuts, it's a force divider because then you have people who don't get that. So what's the, what's the universe of people that we're talking about here and how have they reacted to the changes of funding uh, and the change uh, of, in Gaza Sky Geeks in the last, uh, in the last year or so? For example, one employee, as I mentioned before, can only not can only uh, serve his small family. There is an extended family in uh, in Gaza, so one one person will ha- will have to care about his father and his mother, his unmarried uh, brothers and sisters, and maybe his aunts and uh, uh, uncles. Because you know there, there is no uh, that much opportunity for work, and they can't uh, find uh, jobs easily, and they can't, uh, afford income, uh, a, a decent income to keep the the level of life. They can't uh, find uh, uh, another opportunity. The the, the the cut of the funding uh, make them lose and they now uh, they can't find uh, another solution so gaza sky geeks when we if if i may talk about gaza sky geeks we created the solution for the talented unemployed graduates who have the enthusiasm to learn uh, how to code and how to use the computer, for example, how to use the internet as a source of uh, income. 
we encourage them. We have more than 100 visitors per day. They can uh, create a way of uh, income through the Internet platforms like Upwork, Freelancer, and uh, uh, other options. You've talked about these recent university graduates and the difficulty that they face coming out of university with these skills. Who is the Gaza Sky Geek? Who makes up the the people that come through your door every day? And what skills do they actually get when they come out? So the typical geek, if we uh, may to say, uh, the typical geek is the one who has the the enthusiasm to learn how to get uh, an income online. Like he has uh, the passion to uh, learn about coding, about designing, uh, graphic designing, writing, translating, anything can be done online. And he's he's very welcome to uh, open the door and uh, cross to Gaza's K-Geeks and stay uh, at the co-working space. Uh, have all the resources and the services learn uh, uh, by himself or ask the community members or ask the uh, staff members how we can help him in uh, this uh, career path. And you said him a lot, but I know that it's not just men who are these geeks. Although for me, I've been a nerd and a geek and a dweeb and a bunch of other things all my life, but it's not just men who are a part of this Gaza Sky Geeks program. Actually, Gaza Sky Geeks... Uh, when over the Silicon Valley, we have 48% of the participation, uh, of the female participation, and uh, uh, those uh, gain y- y- more money than the men. <laughs> well, that sounds about right, actually. That's certainly, that's certainly how my marriage works. The last thing, you know, when people talk about this money, you mentioned $200 million was the uh, funding, and that has been cut, and that's down to nothing? That's yeah, nothing. Nothing come from the states, unfortunately, to Palestine. When people, and that's, of course, a Trump administration policy, uh, when people talk about foreign aid, it's it's helpful for me to remind, and I have so many people, friends who work at state and other places who would uh, get apoplectic if I didn't mention that this is less than 1% of the federal budget. In fact, it's such a small percentage. People, when they're polled, uh, the number usually goes between, they think it's 25% or, or 40%. That's our military you're thinking of, folks. That's not our, our foreign aid budget. I, I've said this at least once or twice now uh, in this conversation. You are so infectious. Because we're, we're giving less, I want to say to you, I know it's difficult for you to come and travel. The next time you're in the United States, you have as as part of the the funding deficit. I'm trying to make up for it. Please let me come to dinner. Uh, as 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 uh, people who listen to this conversation know, I have a regular family dinner: uh, meatballs and pasta and sauce. It's, I'm Italian, so it's it's just this this very family style thing. I think you'd you'd do very well in this environment. Uh, everyone would love you, and I hope that you're able to come back very soon. I. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you so much for your invitation, but I I have to uh, to reject it because I want to go back to Gaza. You know, I have uh, so many opportunities to stay here in the U.S. to have the life that I dreamed of, but I don't want to stay because I I I want I don't want to stay because I uh, wanted to hold the the hope that I've 
gained here and all the energy that I felt here and come back again uh, and go back again to Gaza to give it to those young people because when I was in their age, I looked for someone just like me to hold my hand and show me the way, show me the way to succeed, show me the way to feel independent, show me the way to uh, make my dream come true. And this is what makes me going back to Gaza. Well, I am so glad that a few more people get to meet you, at least by hearing this conversation, because, Dahlia, you are truly, I, I think you are that person that those people need, and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm glad that you're doing the work that you're doing. I wish that uh, this funding situation would change, and, and uh, maybe it will in the near political future, but I know that doesn't make it easy in the short term for you and your program. Uh, but I am so grateful for the conversation today. I'm so grateful for your time. Dahlia Shurub, who's the Associate and Social Media Coordinator at Gaza Sky Geeks. Thank you so much, so, so much for spending some time with me at the table. Thank you so much and thank you for uh, for all uh, the American people who was very kind with me and who um, every time I get lost, they took my hand and they show me the road. They uh, would make sure that I arrive safe. Thank you so much for this great opportunity. Everyone should meet this person because she is the most positive person in D.C. right now. And as soon as you leave, we're all going to be a lot worse for it. Uh, again, Dalia Shurub, uh, the Gaza Sky Geeks uh, is a founded uh, partnership with Google.org and Mercy Corps. Thanks to Christy Delafield, who uh, put this conversation together at Mercy Corps, and uh, Alana Morris, who is our associate producer this afternoon. I'm Jared Rizzi. This is At the Table, uh, and thank you for spending some time with me.